0: Media.com. Bidding is easy. Just go to SheridanMedia.com, click on the Hot banner, find the items you're looking for, and bid away. Hurry, though. Bidding ends tonight at 8 p.m.
1: We're getting ready to tee it up. The grass is greening up, and things are happening at Kendrick Golf Course. Kendrick looks to be in great shape, and the clubhouse is prepped and ready for use. While well, there are a lot of new things happening, rates are still extremely reasonable, Making Kendrick Golf Course Sheridan's best golf value. Whether you're an avid golfer or someone just picking up the game, Kendrick is a perfect place for you. Play this season at Kendrick Golf Course. We're Captain Clean and we care about your healthy lifestyle. All of the products we use every day are 100% safe. But if you still have doubts, ask about our 100% all natural green carpet cleaning services. We are a family owned and operated business, and your health and ours is always at the forefront of every decision we make. Captain Clean, your premier cleaning company, offering affordable choices for healthy living.
2: Pittsburgh Paint, with over 135 years of product expertise, is now available at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. You will now find Pittsburgh Paint at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Pittsburgh Paint is a leader in quality and product innovation and built to perform for the job at hand. Now with two great paint brands, precise color matching, architectural and homeowner paints and coatings, plus a large inventory, it only makes sense to get your paint at the Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week.
3: Sheridan County is home to some of the most beautiful scenery in Wyoming. Rolling hills, the majestic Bighorn Mountains, clean flowing streams, and fields painted with vibrant colors of spring. Hi, I'm Belle with Sheridan Media. Trees for Trash is back. And it's time to step up and pitch in to help protect our natural beauty by participating in the annual Trees for Trash program, Saturday, May 7th. Just bring your spring cleanup trash to the city landfill on East Ridge Road between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. Drop it off and receive a free Siberian Spruce seedling, along with a big smile on the way out. It's good for Sheridan County, and it's free. A big thank you goes out to our fantastic tree. For Trash sponsors ERA Carroll Realty, U.S. Bank, Wyoming Corporate Office, Landon's Greenhouse and Nursery, Sheridan County, and of course the City of Sheridan. Mark your calendar Saturday, May 7th, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the City Landfill. The 2022 Sheridan Media Trees for Trash. This is Public
1: Pulse, your information and conversation program brought to you by Elias and Financial. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey.
4: Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Uh, We've got a problem with one of our microphones here. Trevor's on his way to get that fixed. Now, it looks as if we will get some rain in the near future, and my fingers are crossed in hopes that this spring is a wet one and with the spring comes new life and new beginnings Uh, joining me this morning from the sheridan county sheriff's office is corporal doug sanders and the county's newest patrol deputy deputy kayla oswald and uh, we'll be able to hear them in just a moment should i go ahead and cue this up there brother try it let's give it a shot there we go all right (laughs) that sounds a lot better good morning how are you guys doing We're doing well. Uh, Let me make sure that everything is in operation here. One moment. (laughs) Some technical difficulties this morning. I got a little bit of echo, but I think we'll be all right. How does it sound on your end? All right. He's giving me the thumbs up. All right. So good morning. Good morning. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get this show going. No worries. All right. So Deputy Oswald, uh, how long have you been on the force?
5: So over here in Sheridan County, um, right a little over a year, I went to the road in I want to say September, but before that I was uh in the detention center over here.
4: Oh, really? You worked in the detention as a, a I guess we could
5: Yeah, the detention. As a speech. guard.
4: Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how was that? Is that like a nerve-wracking position?
5: No, I you, you get some fun things that you come across in there, but it it's it was pretty cool. It really tra- teaches you how to uh Really talk to guys and gals out on the street, you know.
4: So yeah, yeah. They're, they're they're in their worst day, right? Yeah,
5: yeah. Essentially, you're 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 coming in contact with these people and they they're literally having the worst day of their life type thing. Yeah. There, you know? So a lot of talking people down, or you know, even you know, sometimes having to talk people, you know,
4: up. up. And, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. That is that would probably be my case. You'd have to talk me up. That. <laughs> Now, it, it, a lot of patience is needed for that kind of position. Oh
5: yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs>
4: yeah. It, it, what would you say was your worst day in the detention center? You know, I, I, I guess I don't know that. That's,
5: uh, I've, I'm one of the ones that you know, even with my last detention. Sh- detention center that i worked at i was one of the ones that just had a lot of patience and i could handle a lot of stuff
3: yeah yeah (laughs) well that's good
5: i I really can't say much of a worse day because i you know really every day wasn't a routine day so it even on a bad day it was well you know just another thing to learn from you know
4: is that is that kind of your mentality are you one of those people that can really try to find the bright side of just about every situation Oh
3: yeah Yeah. yeah.
4: we call <laughs> those people the people of the light and yeah. uh, we need much more of those individuals yeah. in the world now um, what uh, what did you do before getting involved in law enforcement
5: uh, so like I said I was here for about a year and then uh, over in Campbell County I worked into the, in the detention center for there for about six years oh um, wow yeah and then so before that little bit of this and that. I worked in a uh, animal hospital for a little over a year, a little under a year, um, and then that. Before that, I worked for the city of Gillette, like doing park beautification, mowing, planting, fun stuff like that.
4: Wow! <laughs> but so long within detention centers. Mm-hmm. I mean, six six years in Campbell County. Yep. Uh, you don't look like. You're old enough to have that kind of experience oh, under yeah, your belt. I've definitely heard that a lot. <laughs> That's amazing. Where so, yeah. did you grow up? Did you grow up over there?
5: Yep, over in Gillette. Um, my family kind of migrated out from Northwest Iowa uh, up into Gillette about '96, and then so from there on, I was over in Gillette. So,
4: what inspired the movement into law enforcement?
5: You know, I uh, just I had family members. Uh, my granddad worked in law enforcement for quite a while. Um, both of my parents had, at one point or another, were in law enforcement. Um, I liked the ability of, you know, again, just helping somebody on, on their worst day. You know, um, for a while, I was thinking of getting into like a medical field type thing, um, and then I kind of changed my mind yeah. a- again. And so that's when I just I saw that. Uh, I'd put in an application with the uh, Campbell County Detention Center long ago, and it wasn't even they weren't even hiring yet, and that was still when I was working at the animal hospital over there. And uh, I just wanted something more, and so they uh, finally put online that they were hiring, so I was able to uh, test on over there, and so
4: that's incredible. And I yeah. love the I love the way that you you look at this. So you were going in there to help people. On their worst day, not not to, you know, and no offense to anyone who feels this way, but not to be a guard. Yeah. But you were there to to serve individuals Mm -hmm. inside the center.
5: Oh, yeah. And, you know, I had more than one guy or gal over there, not necessarily over in uh, Sheridan County. Uh, I think I have had that conversation over here, but, you know, more so over there that people would be like, well, you know, you're you know you're judging me you're just here for a paycheck type thing and i'm just like you know what i'm here for the safety and security of you and the facility and everything that's within like i have no room to judge you you know like yeah. the difference between me and you is you know you did something real stupid and you got caught doing something really stupid you know i mean you know we're not all perfect you know i'm i can't say that i've never you know done
4: something, done something stupid, yeah like, you know,
5: speeding or you know like it's you know, that's not my place to judge anybody. You know, I'm just here to do my job.
4: <laughs> wow, that's a it, that, What a fantastic outlook on yeah. this. Now, why the the sheriff's office over here in Sheridan County? What what inspired that move?
5: You know, I just working for the sheriff's office over in uh, Campbell County. I I liked the the ability of. Um, Coming over here, just transferring into the detention side over here, Um, I just wanted to still stay in the law enforcement realm, and even when I moved over here, uh, I wasn't even thinking that I'd go to the road initially. I was still just on the uh, detention side of it, so that's really why, you know, I just called over here, asked if they were hiring, and kind of went from there.
4: (laughs) so what what did inspire the jump to the road
5: you know i uh i wanted the experience just to i've i wanted to know kind of what it was like to be like on an oral board of you know with uh, promotions and whatnot um and so i i honestly just wanted it for the experience of you know what it's like to uh go through the uh you know promotion process or you know like the uh selection process to go to the road um so when i had just put in for it i was just like well you know i'd I'd like to eventually go to the road but you know i am just want to see how different experience Yeah, Yeah. or again if you know i wanted to promote in the detention center i wanted to know what it was like on the oral boards of you know talking with multiple different uh you know officers uh for that position so that's my whole reasoning behind it was I was just like, well, I'll just get the experience, and and turns out I got a.
4: Uh, <laughs> you rush got it. To go <laughs>
5: through the road, I'm like, oh, all right, well, I guess we'll try this out.
4: <laughs> How long have you been doing it?
5: Um, so I went to the road uh, in September of last year. So, um, uh, then I was in training from September, clear up until the end of December. Uh, I had a little bit of time on my own, and then I actually went to the Academy in the end of uh, January and graduated just earlier this month from there. so.
4: What was your favorite part of
6: training?
3: Uh,
5: you know, I uh, there's a few spots, but probably like the uh, DUI wet lab, you know, just when uh, they would have people come into the academy. Um, and they dose them up to a certain level of alcohol in their system. And then they would have us go out and, you know, just run through maneuvers. And uh, there were a couple people in there that were, like, the placebos, that they didn't have any alcohol on board as well. So you had to, you know, decipher whether or not, all right, is this guy, you know, because, I mean, it's all, you know, you know, a big part of it, you know, is in their eyes, like the horizontal gaze. Like, you can't, you know.
4: You can't influence that, yeah, can you? It, yeah, and so...
5: That there's some people that do have somewhat, you know, they can have a little bit of resting, you know, if uh, they've got something going on or like, you know, astigmatism. That some something yeah, a medical issue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so uh there was one guy that you know I was so excited that I called it that he had a little bit of something, but again, it, it had to do with you know his astigmatism. And so I, was, I had said, I'm like, he is definitely our placebo. He has definitely <laughs> on board. And the gal that I was, uh, uh, was there, I there was a couple, uh, a couple, a guy and gal that were with me, and both of them were just like, you know, I'm not sure that she might, or he might have some on board. I'm like, I, I don't think so. So, like, we got clear through the entire thing, and then... Uh, we get to the end, and they're like, all right, you know, let's show who our placebos were, and he was one of them, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I nailed
6: it. <laughs> nailed it. <Yep.
4: laughs> now, out of all that training, what would you say was your least favorite or the most challenging part of that for you?
5: You know, it's a tough question. Just, just for the sense that, you know, um, going down to the academy, it, it was kind of cool because, you know, I've already had, you know, by that time, I had seven years of experience between detention and, you know, then being out on the road. So it's a lot of what detention deals with is, you know, along the same lines of different things that, you know, patrol deals with. Yeah. So I've been exposed to quite a bit of stuff, you know, in a different sense.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you've seen the you've seen the drunk, you've seen yeah, the violent, um, you've seen the drugged. Yeah.
5: So, you know, um I I think it's just, you know, I guess getting brushed up really on, you know, just making sure that you're up to date on, you know, yeah. case law and just, you know, staying up to date on, you know, just with
4: everything that's going on you know? but nothing i mean and, and this is uh almost kind of uh neat to hear but in in all of your seven years of experience within the detention center the training itself never really posed any challenge where you were like oh i need a minute or or i gotta really get hyped up for this particular section of training you were ready uh, yeah
2: i mean
5: we have like if like say somebody's coming in that's combative you know, that's coming into the detention center. Like, yeah, you definitely, in your brain, you kind of hype yourself up of just, mm-hmm. you know, making sure you're ready. You know, you don't want to get hurt. You don't want your, you know, fellow deputies to get hurt. You don't want the gentleman or female coming in to get hurt, you know. So just making sure you're mentally in the game, you know. A and,
4: heightened sense of awareness.
5: Exactly. Absolutely. And um, just, again, making sure that your head is in it, you know. If, if you're... As soon as you walk through that door every, you know, every morning, once you clock on, you know, everything that happened at home in your personal life just needs to go on the back burner, you know, like you can't have your mind somewhere else while you're at work because, again, that's just when you're going to get hurt, when somebody else is going to get hurt, so, and I've had that mentality from when I was in detention as well as, you know, on the road here, you know, I'm going to give 100% to, you know, what's going on Here and you know if I come across something that I don't know or that I'm not familiar with, you know I'm gonna reach out to my fellow deputies and you know hey can you help me out with something because I've not ran into this yet and just right right just open to what I'm about to get
4: into, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and and I'm glad you brought that up because in the detention center, you do have to have this heightened sense mm-hmm. of awareness all the time. Someone sitting in their cell, uh, you're still watching them. Someone moving individuals, where are their hands? How are they behaving? Right. Are they are they on edge? Mm-hmm. Are they getting ready to make a move type of deal? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying that uh, those in our detention center are, are dangerous, but they have the the chance to be. Right. And you always have to keep that in your mind.
5: Yeah. One hundred
4: percent. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I served with with many females in Iraq and the job that we did when we were over there, you know, because everyone at the time there was this huge discussion. Do we put females on the front line or not? You know, where's the cost benefit ratio there here in in our unit? It was never a question. You know, everyone does the exact same Mm -hmm. job um and so as far as combat i can tell you that uh yeah some some of those females that we had with us they were better behind the trigger than than some of the males you know what i mean it's the exact same for me as a female is there a part of you that feels that you have to work harder because i would have conversation one of these uh women like my sister we still talk frequently she sometimes she felt that she had to work harder Uh, than the males, not not to necessarily get noticed, but but to at least be in the room. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, Does that ever and I'm not saying that that our males on the uh, here at our sheriff's office make you feel that. But has that burning ever been inside you where you thought I've got to step up a little bit more than than the typical male deputy?
5: Not necessarily. I My thing was just, I need to do just as well as, you know, anybody else on the force, whether they're male or female, you mm-hmm. know, so, you know, I, I don't think I should necessarily have to do more, but just to, you know, be on the same, you know, playing field as anybody else that, you know, I'm working alongside. And that's, I, I love the guys that I work with. Um, they're all great guys. I know that if something's going on, if I have questions, or, again, if I just need to talk about something else, you know, I, I can definitely call any one of those guys, and they're right there, and, you know, don't make me feel like, oh, gosh, you should know this type thing. Right, it's right. It's just a, hey, you know, this is learning experience. I'll help you out. This is what's going on, and I, I, from day one, you know, or even before day one when I was still up in detention, and when I would come down, if I'd see one of the guys down in the uh, patrol room... You know, just felt like, you know, I was one of the, you know, one of the same, you know, on the same team. You know, we're all in the same family type thing, and that's I, that's what I love about all the guys I work with on the road. Um, just real good guys to work with, as well as it was the same, you know, when I moved over here working in detention upstairs, the guys and gals that I worked up there, all, you know, all on the same playing field, and it was it was kind of funny because I me coming over with so much experience, like, in detention, uh, you know, I, some of those guys that had been over here for, you know, like, three years and me having, like, double that experience, they're just, like, you know, you know, coming to me and just, you know, like oh my gosh, like you know, I'm supposed to be the one training you.
6: Here, this <laughs> yeah, is so weird. But you right? showed up with so much experience. Yeah, yeah, right.
5: And so that was just the cool thing, you know, coming over and you know, again in detention on the road, I, I've felt very welcomed and it's it's awesome.
4: That is great. Yeah. Uh, we used to have a saying, we're all green you know and i guess you guys would say we're all we're all tan yeah. <laughs> now if 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 there's a a female out there right now maybe maybe a little girl with her mom and she, and she's hearing your voice and she's like wow she's wearing the shield she's wearing the badge i want to do that what would you say to the to that female or that girl who wants to get involved in law enforcement and and may believe uh that there is an extra challenge for them uh, as opposed to a male?
7: What would you tell them?
5: You know, I I would just say, you know, don't give up. Go for it, you know. I, I, I uh, I mean, I, I could say I was in those same shoes at one point when I was just like, oh, gosh, you know, I, I don't know if I could do that. Oh, my gosh. Like, especially, you know, you see me, I'm not, you know.
4: You're not real big. Really big, yeah. big you
5: know? <laughs> <laughs> And so, you know, it's just, you know, having that confidence. You know, like just, you know, if if you believe it, you know, you can do it. You, you know, it just put your put your mind, put your heart to it, and you know, you'll do just fine.
4: <laughs> Fantastic. All right, when we return, we're going to continue with our Sheridan County Sheriff's Office. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM, Sheridan.
6: takes hard work, commitment, and expertise. That's where Eliason Financial comes in. Let our advisors help ensure your money works just as hard as you do. So retirement, college funds, and big family vacations stay on track, no matter what surprises come your way. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities is offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., Member FINRA, SIPC.
2: Moss Holders Design Center knows one mattress does not fit everyone. That's why Moss Holders carries 21 different CERTA mattresses. From super soft to incredibly firm, it's important you find the mattress that best fits your body and your sleep style. Moss Holders offers eye comfort and eye comfort hybrids, which conform to your body with high quality memory foam but don't sleep hot. CERTA's perfect sleepers provide amazing support without breaking the budget. Moss Holders is also your source for new sheets, pillows, and adjustable bases. Moss Furniture is
8: our passion. Whether you're planting a tree or digging a foundation, contact One Call of Wyoming at 1 800 849 2476 or 811. Call two business days before you dig. It's free and required by law. Repairs to utilities can be expensive. Cutting a gas line or electrical line can be deadly. No matter if it's weekend yard work or major construction, call One Call of Wyoming at 1-800-849-2476 or 811. Sponsored by Public Service Commission, Wyoming Association of Broadcasters and this station. At Frackleton's, we like to bring something new to the menu every few months, and it's that time again. So let's talk about one of our new dishes, Andy's Pasta Salad. A chilled pasta salad with shell noodles over roasted tomatoes, bacon and Italian Asiago cheese with a lemon basic dressing, and finished with two chicken strips and toasted lemon zest basil chiffonade. The best of the best out west. Frackleton's Fine Food and Spirits on Main Street, downtown Sheridan, where good food is good mood. It's crazy that in today's world, the biggest joke on mankind is computers forcing humans to prove that they are not robots. So if you're not a robot and you have a four-by-four or side-by-side that needs tuned up to get ready to be dependable for the season ahead, then you need to call the humans at Hando's Service Center and arrange to get it done. And get it done right, because you're not going to do it unless you actually are a robot. You're not going to do it right. Hando's Service Center and Sheridan are on the web at handoservicecenter.com.
4: Volunteers of America is excited to announce the Empty Bowl event is back. Join us at the Sheridan Fairgrounds on April 28th from 5 to 6.30 for great soups, live music, and family-friendly fun. Your ticket purchase provides important services for our neighbors in need. Tickets are available now online at voanr.org backslash bowl. This event is supported in
0: part by Sheridan Media.
4: Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by Eliasson Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. With me this morning is the Sheridan County Sheriff's Office, Corporal Doug Sanders, and the county's newest patrol deputy, Deputy Kayla Oswald. Now, a uh, uh, Corporal... When we took a break, uh, there was something that uh, you wanted folks to know. If if there was somebody out there listening, thinking, you know what, I want to do that, and high school's getting ready to end, and we've got some students coming back from college. So uh, what was it you wanted them to know?
7: There are a couple opportunities that um, students in college or high school have um, if they are interested in law enforcement, those being they can do a ride-along. Um, one of two ways adults can schedule a ride-along. And uh, it'll have to be approved. Um, once it's approved, they'll have to sign a consent form. Um, we do a career day, so for students in high school, they can go through their guidance counselor for career day and also schedule a ride-along. Um, and the parent or guardian will have to approve and sign the consent form on their behalf. Um, we also offer an internship for high school seniors. Um, it'll be one intern per semester. I believe we've had three, and most recently, most recently we did have a female that did intern with us.
4: And that's absolutely fantastic. That way you can get out there. You can see if you like the job. I mean, that's that, talk about really being in the moment, you know. Now, uh, Corporal,
7: where are you from? I'm actually from the area. I graduated high school in Bighorn. Oh, really? Oh, that's fantastic. Um, what did you do before you decided to put the shield on? Um, I've basically just done this off and on since I graduated from college. Oh, really? uh Criminal. uh, What do they call it? Criminal justice. Criminal justice. Is that your degree? Yes. I uh, obtained a bachelor's degree in criminal justice at uh, in Laramie. How old were you when when you were like,
4: that's what I want to do?
7: It was in college, actually. I was pursuing a business major. but I have a twin brother that was coincidentally um, a criminal justice major, and he kind of got me into it. Oh, really? Yeah. Does does he do the same thing? Yeah, he's actually, we worked um in Sheridan together for on the road for a short time, and then uh, he moved, and he's actually a detective in Lincoln County right now.
4: Really? Yeah. Oh, my old neck of the woods. I grew up over there in Star Valley. Uh, yep, it's a pretty area. That's where he's at. Oh, fantastic. He gets a great view every morning. Yeah. Uh, not that we don't. We've got the big ones right there. Now, why the sheriff's office as opposed to, say, a PD somewhere?
7: Um. It's kind of an interesting question. My girlfriend, now wife, we wanted, when we graduated college, we wanted to stay in Wyoming. And Sheridan's pretty much kind of checked all the boxes for us on where we wanted to live. Um, when we moved up here, there was no road openings. And so there was a jail opening. So I, oh, as, you well, were the detention yeah. center too. So I was in the j- jail for uh, two and a half years before I went to the road. Yeah, that seems to be like a good
4: place to start isn't it? it, But it's not mandatory that you start in in a detention center, right? No. Uh, do you feel that it gives you, you know, you've seven years, two and a half years. I wouldn't say your feet wet because the road is different, but you go out there with a little, uh, like some
7: experience on, on dealing with individuals. Correct. Yeah. You in the jail, obviously you're dealing with individuals every day. Um, and that's probably your primary duty. Um, So it kind of helps you build rapport with some of the people you're bound to see when you do go to the road. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Now, there are some events that are coming our way that
4: uh, are going to require some road closures, folks, but these are temporary. Can you tell
7: me about the Bighorn Mountain Cup Soccer Tournament? What do we need to know about that? Okay, well, that is, I believe, the biggest soccer tournament we have in the area. That will be the weekend of May 7th and 8th. We will have a road closure, much like last year, we instituted the same road closure. So on May 7th, from the hours of 6.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m., the road will be closed to all northbound traffic, and on May 8th, from 6.30 a.m. to 9.00 a.m., it will also be closed again, and that northbound traffic will be closed from approximately a milepost um, 3.25 on Bird Farm Road all the way to Gallatin Road. Well, that, that's not long road closures, is it? Nope. We're gonna. It just eases the congestion, so we'll have southbound only traffic for all the um, soccer soccer tournament players coming down. So you are able to leave. You're just gonna have to essentially take the long way. And I think it's pretty similar to what um, we've done in years past for the Fourth of July when it was at the Equestrian Center.
4: Now the uh, the Eaton's Horse Drive is also on its way. Um, hopefully uh, everything will uh be in place so we can have that and folks will actually be able to see it uh what do we need to know about that
7: um that will be may 22nd usually the horses will run through between 9 and 10 a.m um this year eaton's did reach out to us and they believe approximately 100 horses will be running through at that time Wow! and i believe that's more than we've had in recent years um it'll be the sheriff's Sharon County Sheriff's Office, as well as other agencies, including the PD, will be on hand to assist in closing off intersections to allow the horses to pass through with the ranch hands. Um, Just a friendly reminder, um, we want to make sure that all the people that are out there to watch the horses go by, just make sure that you stay on the sidewalk. We don't want uh, kids like sitting on the curb dangling their feet out, because obviously the horses are very much active running through, so um, we just want everyone to be safe and Nobody to get hurt. Oh, yeah, don't want anyone getting stepped on.
4: Now, uh, any deputies on horseback? Or are you all going to be in your patrol vehicle? Uh, I believe no deputies on horseback. No deputies on horseback. Mm-hmm. Ah, I was hoping to get the sheriff on a horse out there. Right? There you go. Uh, now, um, I was uh, scheduled to take a commercial break, but I'm just going to continue here. The Federal Trade Commission received more than $2.1 million. Fraud reports from consumers in 2020 alone, consumers reported losing more than 3.3 billion. That's with a B, folks, uh, dollars to fraud in 2020. That was up 1.8 billion in 20 from 2019. Now, American consumers reported losing more than 5.8 billion dollars to fraud last year in 2021. This is a four billion dollar increase. In just two years. And this is according to the Federal Trade Commission. The frauds and scams are, are increasing every single year. The techniques and the tactics to steal your identity and your money are constantly in flux. Uh, the sheriff, under sheriff, and myself talk about these every single time they're on the show. And there seems to be a new one every time. What is the newest scam going on here in Sheridan County this month?
5: Um, right now, there's a text message scam going on right now, um, and essentially, it appears like it, it's a text that's coming from your actual like cell phone provider, saying that either uh, you paid your bill or that you've earned, you know, a free reward. Um, and what it essentially it it says that what you know either you paid your bill or whatever, and it has a link in that message, and just essentially wanting people to click on that link. Um, and it'll take you to a fake website. It won't actually take you to the website of your provider. Um, and it's just in an attempt to get and just gain further personal information from you.
4: They'll have something on there. Oh, you need to fill this out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, you need to give me your bank statement or, or, or something of that nature. And once they have that, you're, you're in bad shape. Now, uh, what should we do if if we've gotten a text message like this or we do get a text message like this in the near
1: future?
5: Um, you know, between, uh, you know, you, you can absolutely report that. You can, you know, don't click on the link. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if if nothing else, that's what, you know, you should absolutely do. You know, just make sure you're not clicking on the link just so they can get, you know, any further information, you know,
4: We get scams reported all the time. Um, what are some tips to identify a scammer if they call, if they text, or they
7: email? So with regard to the last scam, um, that's like a clickbait scam. I know that people in years past have got it like by email, right? Anything that you click on, if it's suspicious, don't click on it. Um, contact, in this instance, I'd contact your bank. If you are thinking that it might be legit, contact your bank and find out from them, Um generally speaking with that one it's a fake website so they want they'll mirror the the website and obviously whatever information you enter in is something they'll be able to see and that's what they're trying to utilize Um, as far as tips to identify a scammer um, obviously accent is a big one that seems to come up more and more often Um, if anything suspicious don't act on it i mean you don't need to act on it right away take the time to contact uh, in this case like the financial institution that is trying to contact you, call them yourself and find out if they're legit or not.
4: And and ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know, uh, even I have been uh, uh, contacted by these individuals, not so much this text scam. I ignore a lot of uh, texts, so it may have come and gone. But I had individuals call me and tell me that uh, my cable bill from like 2008 – uh, was still delinquent. And, 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 I you know, that's a long time for somebody to have to reach back. So I started asking a series of questions. And I think the part that disturbed me the most was they had old addresses. They had old accounts told me that I hadn't shut them when I remember going into the cable company and closing it myself. And that's the only reason that, that I thought, wait a minute, now hang on here. I remember closing that. Yeah. Uh, because it, it, I've talked about it frequently um, you know, to friends and family, you know, and to, I was kind of sick of the cable company, so <laughs> I remember storming in there, and that is what made me think this is is illegitimate. This isn't real, and I hung, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I hung up the phone, called the cable company, and they said we haven't had dealings with you outside of Wi-Fi since 2008, yeah. and so I knew it had it had been scammed. While that was going on, uh, a series of questions that I asked the individual who was on the other line. Oh, I'm going to have to get my manager, and he was pushy. Uh, you know, oh well, you've got to pay it now, or we're yeah. coming after you. You've got to pay this, and it's that pushiness that really kind of sells it. And if you're a senior living alone, fixed income, and they've got old addresses and they've got old account numbers, and you th- you're automatically going to think, well, maybe I missed something. Yeah. And, and I should fill it in. And boom, they got you. Uh, now, if, if I'm getting scammed, who do I contact up at the sheriff's office? What number do I need to dial to report this incident?
7: The phone number to the sheriff's office is 672-3455. Um, that will put you in touch with a secretary there. You explain what happened. And based off the information you provide them, they'll let one of the deputies know and – They'll contact us and or if it didn't reach the level of being a scam, just say you merely observed it and knew it to be a scam, then obviously you probably won't be receiving a call from us. But we do take note of it, just like in this instance. I think we've had a couple texting scams, but I do not believe any of them have been to the extent of where they provided their personal banking information.
4: Good. People are are aware this stuff's going on mm-hmm. and they're taking measures. That's good to hear. All right, when we return, we're going to continue with our Sheridan County Sheriff's Office. This is Public Pulse 930 on KROE, 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
6: takes hard work, commitment, and expertise. That's where Eliason Financial comes in. Let our advisors help ensure your money works just as hard as you do. So retirement, college funds, and big family vacations stay on track, no matter what surprises come your way. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Security is offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA SIPC
7: what if you had more time to manage your business operations sell your products or take a vacation what if you had someone to pay your bills handle your payroll or watch your bottom line let the accounting professionals at Harker Mullinger add free time to your schedule by providing a cost-effective bookkeeping service as well as adding useful management reports for your business call or visit Harker Mullinger at 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan and remember The initial consultation is
0: always free. Birds of a feather will flock together on Thursday, April 28th, as Science Kids and Sheridan Community Land Trust host Unplug with Discovery Sessions, Herons at Home. From 5 to 6 p.m., Dr. Julie Reeder will share stories about the fascinating lives of herons while we observe these majestic yet lumbering feathered friends prep their rookery. Park and meet at Sportsman's Warehouse, and we'll see you on Thursday, April 28th. More info at Sheridan CLT. If
1: you've been thinking about building your dream home, Vista West is the place to be. Hi, it's Jack and Kathleen Wood from Best Real Estate.
5: You're right, Jack. With five to seven plus acre lots starting at around 250000 Vista
1: West is just what you're looking for. With less than three miles from
5: downtown Sheridan.
1: You heard her, folks. I'm right. Wait, what? Building your luxury dream home with natural landscaping and views of the Big Horns. Vista West is Sheridan, Wyoming's premier executive building site.
5: Call Jack and Kathleen Wood at 307 763
6: 1249. It's time to live your life the best at Vista West.
1: And I was right. By eXp. Hi, this is Dan Marshall at Captain Clean, and we offer free HVAC cleaning estimates. According to the U.S. Department of Energy, 25 to 40 percent of the energy used for heating or cooling a home is wasted. Contaminants in your HVAC system cause it to work harder and shorten the life of your system. Call for your free estimate and start saving money today by making your system more cost-effective and reducing how hard it has to work to maintain your home's temperature. Captain Clean, 672-0726. affordable choices for healthy living.
2: The Office Supply Department continues to expand at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. Need office supplies? We're here to help. We're adding more in-stock items all the time. You can also go online to SheridanCommercial.com and view over 42,000 office supply items that you can have delivered to your office or to our store. We'll even deliver them. SheridanCommercial.com is an office supply mega website. The Sheridan Commercial Company Office Supply Department inside at 303 Broadway or online at SheridanCommercial.com.
4: Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by Eliasson Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting, and with me this morning from the Sheridan County Sheriff's Office is Corporal Doug Sanders and the county's newest patrol deputy, Deputy Kayla Oswald. Now, we have uh, got a statute of the month, don't we? And uh, many times with the sheriff and the undersheriff, uh, we get to and so much that sometimes we even miss it. What's our statute of the month this month?
5: Uh, for this month, it's unsafe vehicle operation, um, essentially operating a vehicle on the roadway that's in working conditions, uh, you know, maintaining you know, your tires, um, making sure that all your Fluid levels are, you know, good. To essentially, you know, safely operating a vehicle and, you know, not driving an unsafe vehicle on the roadway.
4: When I served in the military, we used to do something called PMCS, where you had to, to you started at one end of the bumper and you walked completely around the vehicle and checked every single little thing. Yeah. Now, of course, we don't do that to our private vehicles, do we? But maybe once a year, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not a stretch to walk around the vehicle and make sure that. You know, mm-hmm. nothing's dangling down.
5: Oh yeah, well, and especially you know, if you have some of these people that have vehicles that they don't drive during the winter time, you know, or you know, it, you know, could be nice classic vehicle that just stays in the you know, in the uh, garage, and you only drive once a year type thing, you know, just making sure that everything's in working order. So
4: <laughs> do you, do you, do we deal with a lot of. Uh like junkers out there on the road here in Sheridan County? I mean, I've seen some pickup trucks that uh, are pretty questionable out there. Uh, What would get me pulled over?
7: Um, Any range of things. Um, Not specific to the statute. What we probably mostly see is probably a taillight or brake light that's out. Um, That's obviously a good one there because if – the person checking the vehicle, obviously, if there's just one person, um, he's not going to be able to check his own brake lights. He'll need another person there. Um, I would say that's probably the number one thing that we see. And usually when one brake light goes out, it, you know, the other brake light will follow suit sh- shortly thereafter. When it comes to
4: our patrol vehicles, who who checks those? So do you have to do like a, a check once a week or, or every time you jump into it?
7: Um, yeah, generally speaking, uh, for myself, I check it over um, every week. Um, Daily, we'll check it over. We're responsible for them. Uh, It's essentially our office. Um, That being said, um, we will go through the vehicles and do a vehicle maintenance check twice a year, and we check everything from fluids, um, tire depth, make sure all the lights, sirens, everything like that is working. We go through all the um, issued items that we have to ensure that we still have it. Um, One thing that we generally also will do is probably – I think per prior to the start of shift is we do check our lights to make sure they're all functional. Yeah. Uh,
4: yeah. Uh, do the walk around and make mm-hmm. sure that everything, yeah. you don't want to be that deputy, right? <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: can't pull it over? Oh, oh <laughs> no.
4: Okay. It's me. And <laughs> yeah, no one wants to be that person. Now with, with spring, uh, it comes kids heading out onto the road. We got kids on bikes. We got kids that are heading to the parks. Uh, what are some tips for drivers as they cruise around through Sheridan uh, and the county? Because uh, we've got families out there on mm-hmm. the county. And when I was a little boy, we all jumped on our bikes and we yeah. headed out mm-hmm. on the dirt roads. And we weren't watching for cars. Yeah. Uh, what what do drivers need to keep in mind?
5: You know, just, again, wa- watching for these kids, watching for people walking, watching for, you know, if you're out in the county, watching for livestock because, you know, I you know occasionally a cow or a horse might get out, you know. And there
4: is going to be some drives, I imagine, throughout the county, right? Is that something that we generally see?
7: Yes. Uh, in the springtime, we'll see um, a lot of ranchers will push their livestock up to the mountain for the summer pastures. Yep. All right. Now, um, do we actually have the statute that we can read aloud? Yeah.
6: Yeah, I can read it.
5: All right. So... 315970 and it says, no person shall drive or move on the highway any vehicle including vehicles uh, uh, referenced in 315901C unless the equipment upon the vehicle is in good working order and adjustment as required in this act and unless the vehicle is in such safe mechanical condition as not to endanger the driver or other occupant or any person upon the highway.
4: And so that could apply to, uh, say, like trailer chains uh, dangling down off to the yep. behind your truck. Uh, I, that's I, I think out of everything that I see off of a vehicle around here, that's probably the most common. Uh, and sometimes you see them at night with the sparks flying. Oh, up. It becomes even more
7: concerning uh, when the burn ban comes into effect because uh, that could obviously start a fire.
4: Yeah. Now, how often do you guys actually have to uh, uh, deal with fire Uh, when it comes to being a deputy? How involved are you with, uh, like, fire reaction?
7: Um, So if we do get a report of a structure fire, we generally will respond to those not knowing if somebody's in the house, what the circumstances are. Um, If there's a grass fire, we generally won't respond to those with one exception. When the burn ban comes into effect, we will respond because obviously if there's a grass fire that someone purposely started – they could receive a citation for burning during the burn ban. And another
4: thing that actually comes to a spring are campers. Uh, We patrol the Bighorn Mountains, don't we, in the sheriff's office?
7: Yes, we are allocated so many hours from the Forest Service to perform mountain patrol. So deputies will sign up for that and we'll receive so many hours depending on how many deputies put in for it. Uh, And then we have, I believe, from June until September to exhaust those hours. So there is like a set amount of time that you actually need to be up there. Correct. Uh, there's a set number of hours that, yeah, we need to exhaust by the end of that time frame. And um, we have set routes that we'll take. All right. Now, uh, one question that I do have, uh, due to
4: uh, elections coming up, uh, that I, <laughs> I can't have people on here who are actually running for any kind of office. Are you two going to be my, my set? Uh, From here on out, or or are we going to rotate guests? I believe it
7: will be rotating.
4: Oh, okay. So I got you guys right now. So let me ask you, what uh, as far as career-wise, what are you looking forward to? And we'll start with you, Corporal. (laughs) That's a tough question.
7: What I'm looking forward to. Uh, it, within the career, how far would you like to go? Eventually one day under Sheriff? sheriff? Oh, I'm I, I'm satisfied with where I'm at. I would like to obviously move up the pendulum as far as supervisory rank. Um, I very much, I guess, for me, my focus is it's a 20 and out retirement. I very much want to hit my 20th year. Uh, how many years have you been in again? Uh, I have approximately, I have about six and a half years left.
4: Six and a half years. Wow. So you've been around for a tick. Mm-hmm. What are you looking forward to in retirement?
7: Well, unfortunately, I won't be able to fully retire. Um, I might stay in it or I might transition to a new job, but I'm not thinking that far ahead right now. <laughs> it's hitting yeah. my 20th year. Oh, how about you, Deputy?
4: Yeah, You're just happy. I'm on the road. This is something new <laughs> <Right>? and different. <laughs>
5: um, You know, I, I'm not sure where I want to go. I, I think you know, maybe down the line stepping into a supervisory role or, you know, even stepping into the role of being like a field training officer of, you know, deputies coming down, you know, to the road. Um, but, again, I'm I'm not thinking super far out there with, you know, I mean, had you asked me that question when I was in detention, I would have been like, oh, yeah, this or this. Yeah, yeah. Know? But, I mean, you know, on the road, I, I'm, I'm very content where I'm at right now, you know, um, and I'm just... Loving it, and we'll see what, what comes my way
4: in the future. <laughs> and You know, I, I think that's, that's just really fascinating to me. You had so much experience in the detention center, but you made this decision to, and, and no offense to anyone who decides, this is where I want to be, you know, because we need those individuals oh, who want to stay in there. But I just, I, you were, had so much experience, you could have just stayed in there and probably taken on a supervisory position pretty easily within that detention center. And so uh, I think it's it's quite inspiring that you decided to go ahead and <laughs> jump in the truck.
5: And, you know, it was just a, you know, again, like I said, I wanted the experience, uh, you know, but also I I know detention. Like, you know, I'd been in it for so long. I, it
4: was time for something new.
5: Well, and not even necessarily that. I, I was just like, you know, it. Maybe get something like a challenge, something else, you know, same but
4: different. (laughs) All right, guys. I want to thank you for coming in today, and uh, good luck out there on the road. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM.
6: Building sure. wealth isn't easy. It takes hard work, commitment, and expertise. That's where Eliason Financial comes in. Let our advisors help ensure your money works just as hard as you do. So retirement, college funds, and big family vacations stay on track, no matter what surprises come your way. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Security is offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., Is it
1: time for a career change? McDonald's restaurants in Sheridan, Buffalo are currently looking to fill shift management positions that pay up to $18 per hour. And you can work today and get paid tomorrow improve your life with a new career benefits include ira contributions health insurance paid vacations tuition assistance flexible scheduling food discounts and up to 18 dollars per hour apply today in person for a shift management career at mcdonald's Mr. in sheridan Trash, and buffalo Sheridan,
6: locally owned and operated by the hamilton family says thank you to our local veterans these amazing men and women put their lives on the line to protect our freedoms Let's make sure they truly know how much we appreciate them. This message from Mr. Trash, known for reliable service throughout Sheridan County, and they're looking forward to serving you. Call Bob at 674-7240. For quality, integrity, and a name you can trust, look to Mr. Trash. Bob and Charlotte Hamilton honor our heroes today and every day. Birds of feather flock
0: together on Thursday, April 28th as Science Kids and Sheridan Community Land Trust host Unplug with Discovery Sessions, Herons at Home. From 5 to 6 p.m., Dr. Julie Reeder will share stories about the fascinating lives of herons while we observe these majestic yet lumbering feathered friends prep their rookery. Park and meet at Sportsman's Warehouse, and we'll see you on Thursday, April 28th. More info at Sheridan.
5: Do you get nervous every time you pull up to the gas pump? We can help with that. This is Autumn Morris with Homestar, and we're giving away three $100 gas cards from Farmers Co-op to three lucky winners.
6: All you have to do is enter the sweepstakes.
5: You can enter one time each day through April 28th. At Homestar, we're doing more than mortgage loans. We're making sure you have gas in the tank, too. Sign up now on the contest page at SheridanMedia.com.
0: It's Thursday, and that means we have Hot eyes for you over on SheridanMedia.com. This week, we have gift certificates for customized earplugs from EBA Hearing, bundles of five gift cards for a large one-topping pizzas to Pizza Hut, and $25 gift certificates to the Fiber House. We've got those items and a bunch more all over on Hot eyes on SheridanMedia.com. Bidding is easy. Just go to SheridanMedia.com, click on the Hot eyes banner, find the items you're looking for, and bid away. Hurry, though. Bidding ends tonight at 8 p.m.
8: Broadcasting from the Jill Bates and Best Team Studio, brokered by EXP.
3: K R O W E